Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we hear from Jansen Harkins, up-and-coming Winnipeg Jet. Just signed a two-year deal with the club. Also, Scotty's champion, Skip Carey Anderson, on how weird this curling season is going to be. That's all coming up on the podcast. The news today that the Winnipeg Jets have re-signed for Jansen Harkins to a two-year contract worth $725,000 per year. And Jansen, kind enough to join us tonight on the CGOB Sports. So Jansen, congrats on the contract. Thank you. Are you in uh, BC right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm just at uh, at home in Vancouver. So it's getting a little chilly here. So I can only imagine in Winnipeg what it's like. So well, it's kind of strange. There's snow on the ground here. I can tell you that yeah. much. Yeah. So what's the what's life been like for you since the Jets uh, lost in the playoff bubble over two months ago now? Yeah, I mean, um, besides obviously um, all the the distancing and the masks and everything like that, uh, life's been kind of pretty normal for me. It's it's usually summertime now, and it's kind of strange that it's um, starting to get a little little rainy and cold out here. So. Yeah, just uh, same old, kind of staying in the gym and getting back on the ice and hopefully uh, getting ready for, for a season this, this winter. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much been it. For most people, the off-season normally is the time to go you know, on the boat, go fishing, stuff like that. Obviously, not quite the same this time of year. So other than skating and, and working out, what are you doing to pass the time? Um, yeah, it's a little strange. Uh, it, it's been pretty mild here, so... Um, still quite a lot to do outside. I mean, not as much, obviously, as the summer. And, um, it'll be kind of interesting. Usually days are pretty full with just kind of getting out and doing things with, with family and friends. And um, it'll be kind of a, a weird change just with the weather and obviously uh, not as much gathering. So, um, I mean, uh, the first kind of quarantine was, was obviously a lot different. And, and once again, you know, this with, with the weather and it just kind of being wintertime, it's going to be kind of strange to be back home during fall so um kind of excited for for a bit of a change and obviously just yeah like i said hope, hopefully we can get back sooner rather than later so i had you on the show december 5th of last year i looked it up when you were tearing it up with the moose this was before you got the call up to the jets it wasn't long after that that you really became a, a full-time nhler how would you say your life has changed since you first got that call up um honestly not uh not not very much i think um well in terms of being just back home i mean all my my friends and and family were always excited for me just kind of be playing pro hockey so um obviously it's a it's another level to to play in the nhl so um that was definitely uh exciting for for me and everyone uh back home that i know but um as far as just day to day everything's pretty much the same just um yeah, it's it's honestly the biggest change just kind of being home in the fall. I mean, not much changes in terms of training and and just kind of my day to day. It's obviously uh, you you think about it kind of sometimes waking up in the morning and it's pretty exciting to to kind of realize where you are. So uh, just trying to kind of enjoy it and hopefully uh, make the most of it here. What do you feel you need to work on the most ahead of training camp, whenever that takes place? Um, just kind of what I've been doing the past couple of years, just trying to get um, a little bit better in, in most areas. I think that's kind of the key to to kind of keep improving. Um, once you're kind of at this level, you know, you want to just kind of try to round out your game and 
Um, all the players are so good now. Um, pretty much every player in, in pro, especially um, in the NHL, is so so good at kind of every facet. So just trying to get a little faster, a little stronger, and um, yeah, just try to kind of just over, overall just kind of work on my shot and, and little things like that. I think as the year go, years go by, you kind of um, try to get a little bit more creative with the things that you do and, and things you like and you don't like. So it's kind of just uh, kind of blending all the things I've been working on the past couple of years into just kind of something that, that keeps it kind of fun and, and interesting. What was life like in the bubble? Uh, it was... It was interesting. I think uh, for someone like myself, obviously, um, I didn't have too much experience playing playing at that level. So it was uh, super exciting for me just to kind of be there and, and uh, see all these guys kind of up up close. And um, it's obviously uh, a huge honor to play in the NHL. So I was just happy to be there. I mean, the bubble was the bubble. Um, not not too many options for food and and then all that type of stuff um, activities. But uh, for someone like myself, I think just happy to kind of be around with the guys and, and just try to soak it up and, you know, just enjoy, enjoy playing hockey in the summer, really. And what do you think of the prospect, maybe, if this actually comes to be, of an all-Canadian division to get this next season in? Um, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty strange, but um, I'm definitely excited about it. I mean, being Canadian and being from, um, out west, I mean, it's it's pretty cool to be able to play a lot of the the western teams, and obviously just stay and playing a lot of Canadian teams. It's um, especially for for a team like us in Winnipeg, you know, um, a lot of good rivalries with just kind of in country teams. So um, yeah, and obviously all these teams are really really high high level um, up in Canada these days. So um, a lot of good hockey, that's for sure. So yeah, we'll see. Now, last time I had you on, I believe we talked about the fact that you're a Browns fan. Is that correct? Possibly. I'm more. I'm probably more of a Browns fan now since they're doing better. So, well, they're having their best season since 1994 right now, which was before you were born. What's it like seeing a, a team finally do well that you cheer for in the NFL? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always start off pretty, pretty invested, and then it kind of dwindles as the season goes on. So. Um, it's kind of fun to be in whatever it is, week seven or eight, and, and still kind of be invested. So um, it's definitely a change. And, um, yeah, it's, like I said earlier, it's kind of strange being home at this time and just watching a lot of football and um, kind of kind of having a, a different scope of, of day-to-day life. So uh, it's been fun so far. Well, I, I guess normally during an NHL season, it overlaps so heavily with the NFL season that – you probably don't get to watch a lot of football or other sports, really, for that matter. Yeah, almost, almost. I almost watch more sports just during the season because there's more kind of downtime in the in the evenings. Um, obviously, other than when you're playing games, but uh, football usually works out pretty well because most of the games are daytime Sunday, and um, you don't find too too many games kind of for us in in the daytimes on the weekends. So um, it usually works out pretty well, but definitely now it's even better with just kind of being able to do whatever you want when you want. So it's been nice. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can tell you, I've watched my fair share of football games while up in the Jets press box, trying to balance watching your game and then watching the whatever football is on the screen. A lot of Sunday afternoon games in December, for sure, is a, a staple for the Jets. So life in BC right now, you said it's getting chilly. I looked it up. It's, it's much colder here, but of course it is. It's Winnipeg. Uh, what is the, I guess, the thing 
you appreciate most now of being home in BC in a time you normally wouldn't be? Um, yeah, I mean, just, uh, obviously just being around my family and my friends and, um, you know, the summers are, are awesome, but they, I mean, there's almost a lot to do to the point where you don't really have too much time to just hang out. So I'm kind of just looking forward to having some time to sit around on rainy days and not be able to do much. That's kind of, uh, I haven't been able to do that for, for a few years and (laughs) since, uh, since I kind of started playing playing hockey in the fall. So, I mean, it's going to be a, a, a nice kind of change of pace and um, yeah, just kind of hanging out and, and hanging out with my family and, and kind of doing nothing is what I'm looking forward to the most. Well, we'll let you get back to it, Jansen. Appreciate you taking time to talk to us tonight and congrats again on the new deal. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. What would you normally be doing curling-wise on October 27th, how many bond spiels would you have already been participating in? Yeah, it was pretty funny when we were talking about this flying out to Edmonton. I said to the girls, holy smokes, we would be like four spiels in right now. (laughs) And we are just doing a training weekend. Um, So it's been totally different from previous years. <laughs> yeah, and so let's talk about why you're flying out west. Where that was your trip to recruit Heather Nedwin to be your coach? Yeah, we actually recruited her um this summer. We sat down with her and uh talked about it and she was super excited to be able to join our team. And um yeah, so we flew out there to see her and Val and have a good team training weekend. Were there any kind of quarantine rules you had to follow being uh, from out of province? Uh, no, um, there wasn't any. Um, just making sure we're doing what we can to stay healthy and not to bring anything back with us. So uh, we did everything possible to for that to happen. Okay, so when it comes to training right now, what? how does it look different than it normally would because of the precautions you're taking? Well, it just, uh, um, it's very different. We are not traveling as much. Um, we're just limiting ourselves to exposure. And um, I'm just kind of practicing here in Gimli and not going into the city. Um, so, uh, yeah, just and us, us as the three of us, we, we've been practicing here in Gimli and, um, in Petersfield, so just kind of staying a little bit outside the city. <laughs> Do you feel like you're rustier at this point in time than you feel like you should be because of the the lack of practice time together? Uh, no, actually, I, we felt pretty good going out on the ice. Our first game was a little rough, just trying to get into it, um, but uh, we thought we played really well, and um, it felt like we never left the ice, even though it was seven months ago. <laughs> So was the last, un- until your most recent experience, was the last game you played the Scotties final? Yeah, that was the very last draw I threw. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> well, yeah, won you the national title. Do you ever stop and think about just how the world's changed since that fateful draw? Oh, wow. It has changed so much. Um, it's, it's crazy to even think that we're in a pandemic right now, so... It's obviously affected uh, on and off the ice, pretty much everything imaginable. Uh, just looking at this this curling season now with so many bond spiels canceled or postponed, what does the season look like for your team? 
Um, and we have a couple of fields coming up in November. Uh, we're leaving on the 11th to go to Okotoks, Alberta. Um, playing in a spiel there and it's round robin so it's good we can get in quite a few games um, and then we'll come home and we're off for a week and then it's Morris Manitoba so we'll be playing there and the girls will, um, Heather and Val will be flying in for that and I'm curious what your thoughts are on what we've we've kind of heard potentially as a solution for the Scotties and the Briars uh, possible hub city idea what do you think of that um if it happens cool (laughs) we haven't really heard too much about it so i'm just sitting here waiting (laughs) to hear any type of news um but uh hopefully we'll hear something Well, yeah, we don't know about you know the regional qualifiers either to get there. You don't have to worry about that as the defending champions, thankfully for you. But how odd is it that we're you know just a few months out from the biggest spiels in Canada? We don't know if they're going to happen. We don't know where they're going to happen. Yeah, it's for us. Yeah, we don't know anything about provincials or like for us, we don't have to play it. But I haven't even heard anything, even rumors about it. So. Um, Everything is just so up in the air, and you have to play things day by day. And this is obviously happening at the most consequential time, too. When, from a curling quadrennial standpoint, this is the lead into the Olympics this year. Yeah, it's uh, going to be crazy for us. Like It's a weight off our back that we know that we have our spot for the trials, but... Um, yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do with those remaining spots. Um, so it's a little less stress for us. When we talked earlier this year, you were talking about how a lot of teams are struggling with sponsorship because of, you know, a lot of businesses didn't have a lot of money to spend. Has that remained the same or have teams been able to secure some funding? Uh, we've been able to uh, get some amazing sponsors. We've got Family Electric, uh, Manitoba Métis Federation, and Car Star, and we also got um, Ice Pad, like Hardline Dynasty, um, Apex. So we got uh, a few sponsors, um, which is really nice. So uh, back to Heather Nettowin, it's very public, and that's kind of the identity of your team for a lot of people is that you're a team of skips, and now you've added another skip. So. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of like a a big giant skip brain now that's going to all come together and be able to figure things out skip to skip when it comes to big decisions on the ice? Oh yeah, the the demon's really good. I always get the final day. So uh, bringing on Heather, uh, she brings a lot a lot to our team. The her knowledge, energy, and passion for the game will help uh, keep us at the top level that we need to be at. And her curling resume is outstanding as well. So we're super excited to have her joining us for our Olympic journey. Off the ice, how are things going? Oh, uh, good. Yeah, we even at um, even after we played and we went uh, back to her place, we played card games and had so many laughs. So it was pretty exciting. That's good. That's good. Uh, families all doing well. Yeah, we're we're staying healthy, and uh, the girls are getting excited for Halloween. So, um, 
they're still going to school and uh, um, not getting sick, so that's good. <laughs> What's Halloween going to be like this year? Um, it's definitely going to be different. We're just going to go to our family and friends and uh, um, just kind of stick close to home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the situation up in Gimli from a, a COVID point of view, how are things? Things are really good, actually. Um, we haven't had really, I think we've only had like one case or so, so that's good. We're limiting uh, our exposure out this way. Do people up in the inner lake look down at Winnipeg and what's happening right now and kind of feel like they're they're happy they're not here? Yes. <laughs> I definitely don't like going to the city if I don't have to. <laughs> Don't blame you. Yeah, that's why I've been working from my kitchen table since April. So. Yeah. All right, Carrie. Well, appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for taking time, and uh, good luck this season, and hopefully we do get to see you at the Scotties. Yeah, I hope so, too. Thank you so much. Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mell, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I think you're out of luck. But Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. You can rate it. What's the worst that could happen?